Studded episode of the Midwest Monsters Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Grizzly Abner, and I'm joined by Professor Wagstaff, Venomous Vinny, Hot Toddy. Good to be with you again, friends. And we are revisiting a topic that, uh, well, it kind of went over like a lead balloon last time we tried to do it. We're, we're we want to take another run at summer horror. Uh, Hot Toddy, what did you want to call this episode? I, I thought about calling it the Summer Podcast Massacre Part 2. I like it. So we should call it that. The Summer Podcast Massacre Part 2. Professor, put that in your notes. You got it. <laughs> I mean, all you do is air the episodes. <laughs> I just just put the shows up. <laughs> you don't do enough. <laughs> so, historically, we have uh, tried to carve some time out to talk about things that maybe have a seasonal bend, a genre bend. We've talked about holiday movies. We've talked about horror throughout the year. We've talked about winter horror. Um, and we we took a run at summer <laughs> horror, to say the least. And uh, we want to give it another shot here and, and give some fresh pers- oh excuse me some fresh perspectives that uh, <laughs> Vinny and Dottie haven't had a chance. Sounds at. like you still have a bad taste in your mouth. It, it, it just might. I just might. So, um, summertime, what feels like summertime to you guys? What sets the mood? Um, what's, what's your emotion when it comes to summer horror? You guys go first since we've already done this. Uh, I think, I think I'm in line with you guys. I think that, uh, there are certain times of the year that I'm more inclined to watch certain movies, uh, just because of. I don't know. I think it brings you into the film more when you're you're physically feeling or seeing the same atmosphere as what is in the film. Uh, so there are certain things that I will only I will only watch in the summertime. Hot Tally. Um, I kind of feel like to me, uh, summer kicks off by some of the movies I watch. So I, I usually usually Friday the Thirteenth is one of the first ones that goes in. So. Your uh, tradition of uh, summer school, I always think of a non-horror, but it has the horror yeah, relation summer, there. Summer school is a, a must. Uh, uh, the proper term is horror adjacent. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like uh, usually, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, summer school jaws. To me, that's when summer starts, and it's uh, just more than a feeling to me. So um, I don't know. That's uh, probably the top of my list is uh, those films for summer. But well. I think one of the more interesting things with summer horror is that it isn't just about climate. Yeah. Like when you look at winter horror, it's about isolation being snowed in with summer. There's all kinds of different categories that are appropriate for the season that I think are a fun watch. It's why we were so excited to do this originally is that it branches off into so many kind of like little different subcategories that you can go into for summer. So I think it's a much, uh, bigger seasonal theme that you can apply to movies really than anything else throughout the year. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And so that's the thing, folks, when we talk about, for those of you who are just turn, tuning in for uh, the first time or first few times, when we do these seasonal episodes, um, you know, we're talking about like what puts you, you know, what horror movies are you in the mood for in a certain time of year? And so when we talked winter horror, we talked about things like The Shining and The Thing, 30 Days of Night, things like that that are really stuck out in the snow. We talked about, you know, Halloween horror. What are you in the mood for around Halloween time? So stuff that maybe looks like the fall, things that uh, have a Halloween bend to them, or just your favorite horror movies. And so when we talk summer, water, heat, deserts, summer camps, all these sorts of things play, uh, road trips, all these sorts of things play an effect into uh, what, um, you know, what you like to watch in the summertime. And you know, it's funny too because we talk about things that are just very specific. Like, I am not watching The Shining in July, and I'm not watching Jaws in December. You know, right? And so, even though you may not <clears throat> consciously uh, choose to watch certain movies at certain times of the year, subconsciously, I bet it creeps in more than you think. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes mood inspires the selections and what you get excited to put on. Because for the most part, movie watching should be inspired from some angle. Right. As opposed to just going, well, I need to watch a movie tonight. Let's just do a lottery. <laughs> I mean, you got things that move you to want to watch it. and I think uh, summer can bring about a lot of that. Especially uh, for me personally, when it gets really miserable out that's when I really start putting on the movies that are appropriate for it because it, it just adds a nice element to it. When you got that fan blaring on you, it's just sticky out. It just, it, it adds to the movie. Yeah, for sure. That swamp ass adds a fourth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, which right off the bat, one that we talked about, uh, when I just think of hot and nasty, um, you think about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. I think any of the Chainsaw movies mm -hmm. work. Yeah. Well, it's Texas. Well, it's it's yeah. Texas. Because I... they all feel sweaty. They all feel hot. Definitely, cha the first Chainsaw movie definitely feels grittier as far as all that goes, I think. Um, but I think all of them are appropriate for summer viewing. That's typically when I watch any Chainsaw movie. Yeah. When you also kind of cross <laughs> over with uh, the date as well, That's if you want to watch up. it because of August 18th, yep. you can put it on for that reason as well. It's fits well uh, right there in the summer. But I mean, the the, the desert vibes and uh, the Southwest and, and the environment for that is uh, one that bleeds off the screen more than some. I mean, you watch something like um, The Hills Have Eyes, some of these desert set movies, um, Death Valley, Devil's Rejects. I mean, these things... Rejects is one that are gonna watch I just watched better, the like other in night, August. and it was because of the heat. Yeah, that's why that I put weather. it on again. Definitely. When they're at the, uh, what's it called? Tahiti Palms? What's the hotel? <clears throat> yeah, I think that's it. Or Kahiki, Desert Palms or something like that. Something like that yeah. I actually went out there to where they filmed that oh, for that. Oh, yeah. Took pictures in the road where the, the girl would have been ran over. Mr. Fancy Pants. Yeah, the owner is not a fan of people visiting. <laughs> so I took most of my pictures from across the street, which is funny because there's nothing else for miles. It's just yeah. that. Yeah. And it's not a functioning hotel. It's just for filming. So <laughs> it's not like I was bothering anybody. Right. But yeah, he uh, not a fan. Huh. Uh, saw a sign for that when I was at Rob Zombie's <laughs> Great American Nightmare. They had it set up oh, outside cool. the haunted house. Yeah. 
Yeah. Other films. Other films. Toddy. Uh, are we just going through films, or did you want to break them down, or? There's like movie, like so. Whatever you want to talk about, brother. Me, I was gonna say because I have movies like that, like camping and road trips and, uh, like like seasonal. That like um, just don't blow your wad like Vinny did on the countdown to so Halloween. So I was gonna say, when you already mentioned Texas Chainsaw, but like last Ain't summer. Uh, so last summer, uh, we pulled the uh, inflatable screen out and had the little drive-in. So we did it uh, July second or third for Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever that movie first starts. Is it the second or third? Um, Return of Living Dead. Yeah, July third, third. Yeah. yeah, so we uh, July third last year we did Return of Living Dead in a cemetery, and then um, August eighteenth we did uh, Texas Chainsaw also in the cemetery. Um, I don't know. Like I said, for me, part of a uh, part of summer for me as a kid was I would do a lot of marathons with like my cousins, so we would watch. Granted, Friday the Thirteenth was always a must because. Just because of um of the camping idea, but like really one through eight in the remake or the you know not all the Jason movies like went to camp, um, but we would do a lot of those like even Halloween and stuff. So for me, part of summer was marathons. So like some of the franchises that had kind of like Freddy. I think at the point when we would watch them, they had like four or five, and and so many of like um, Halloween and like some of those. So we would do those type in the summer as well. But um, for me, I usually start with like some of the the camp movies. So like The Burning is a big one on my list. Um, not it, it hasn't always been, but in recent years, I like watching The Burning during uh, summer, especially with people that's never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sleepaway Camp. Oh, Ex- yeah. If no one's ever seen it, I love that that movie. So much fun to watch with when uh, no one has any idea what that movie's about. Oh yeah, big time. Um, Bigly. Huge. I will say one I don't I don't visit enough, but um, I just watched it last summer. Was sh- is it Shockwaves about the the um, like Nazi zombies? Nazi zombies, mm-hmm. um, which was mostly filmed in the daytime and uh, water region. So I could see that becoming a, a good one. And then Zombie, which was uh, Zombie Two in Italian. There's a lot. It's the one where the zombie battles the shark and yeah, Lucio Fulci. Um, Island setting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one that's kind of disappeared. Um, I used to watch it all the time, and I think it's just because it's out of print. Is Campfire Tales? Oh, is that the one with like? Uh, it's got like James Marsden and uh, yeah, uh, pretty much like uh, a lot of the bigger like nineties. The girl is married to Ben Stiller and Hey Dude. Oh, uh, Christine Taylor. Yeah, wasn't she in that? Well, she's married to him in real life too. But... What? Or I was confused. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Boy, that ass Go to hell. Uh, <laughs> I'll know what you just said. We were almost almost made it through. Sorry. <laughs> this is uh, the last episode that you remember. <laughs> but yeah, no, Campfire Tells is good. Uh, it's where they, they kind of do scary stories around the... So it's um, multiple stories around like an arc. Um, those are a few for me. Do you want me to keep going? I, I have let's, a... let's give Vinny a chance to talk. <laughs> uh, a movie that I tend to watch in the summertime is uh, Predator. Mm. That's one that's hot to me. It's tropical. It's It just feels summer yeah. to me. It's in the jungle. Uh, I can dig it. Yep. Dylan, you son of a bitch. You want me to pop off a couple, or what do we, what do we want to do here? Whatever you want, bud. Uh... What you know about Tremors? 
It's a good one out in the desert. <laughs> they just released another sequel to that, by the way. They did. I believe so. Anybody yeah, watched I it? Believe, I, have not. I haven't watched that Part one six, if you will. Teen. Um, I will remind you all that uh, the professor referred to Tremors as a country-ass Jaws. <laughs> still, <laughs> one of, still one of my favorite reviews of Tremors. <laughs> it's not wrong. That's why no, I like you it. Ain't, you ain't wrong for that. You ain't wrong. Uh, another one that I like to bust out is uh, Terminator. Ooh. For whatever reason, I don't, I can't, I can't tell you definitively off the top of my head if it takes place in summer. But it feel, especially towards the end in the foundry, it feels kind of sweaty. It feels gritty. Like uh, there's nothing about that movie that seems cold to me. Well, I just figured that probably. Arnold got you so hot under the collar <laughs> when he shows up. Naked. That's why I named Predator before this. Uh, <laughs> I, I, like watch, I like watching Terminators around the 4th of July for some weird reason. Yeah. Because it's American. So there, there's a few for me. I don't, I don't want to keep just popping off everything. You guys go ahead and name off a couple yourselves. I don't want to just keep throwing names out. Another good desert one. Uh, Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Hot and nasty. Hills have thighs. Definitely nasty. <laughs> so, uh, I kept talking about that one. Uh, last year went out in the Joshua Tree yeah. for the sunset. When it got dark, I mean, a couple of guys I was with, we uh, stood outside by the car and drank beers. Mm-hmm. And I kept bringing it up. I was like, I think I like that movie more now. Like just being out there with how quiet yeah. and unsettling it was. I was... It's like I, th- I think this one, uh, I think this one's gonna maybe be a little bit more effective, and it has been. I watched it since I came back. I was like, I like it a little bit more. Yeah, I like the remake too. But yeah, the remake yeah, is good. It's a great one for that. There's even those long shots uh, where like Craven had it up from like up in the the hills, zoomed down in on him, and you can see like almost the mirage it's appearance. Almost like the hills have eyes <laughs> when he shoots it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, but yeah, it's almost like you can you can see the heat moving yeah. with the mirage effect from the, the long shots that they've got in on it. Yeah. That movie definitely uh, brings the heat. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, one thing I think of with this uh, for summer horror is theme parks. Um, I like the idea of something like Funhouse, mm. Lost Boys. I Lost Boys is on my list That's just well. got a very good summer vibe, especially Lost Boys. Um, and, and that's kind of the weird thing with summers. You can branch out and all these kind of little side things that you don't necessarily think of as scorching, yeah. uh, days of summer, but there's activities that you do. And I think theme parks is one uh, that can, uh, kind of fit well with that. And I think lost boys is right up there at the top for that. I absolutely agree with you on that. Absolutely agree with you on that. Uh, to build off of that, we're talking about branching out into different things that you do, um, road trips and, uh, and roadside attractions. So it makes me think of things like Tourist Trap. Yep. Uh, Motel Hell. House of Wax. House of Wax remake. Yeah. Um, which is actually more of a Tourist, tourist Trap, trap remake. remake. <laughs> they called it House of Wax. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Even though that was Halloween. It takes place yeah. Halloween Eve. But no, I get you. I'm just linked because it's the gas Texas. station for that is right around the corner from that hotel we just talked about. Like the same road. I had a uh, Teristas added to that list and the Wrong Turn franchise. Yeah, franchise is struck up. I had Zombieland, which I guess touches on the theme park thing yeah. too, because that is in there. But Zombieland is one that I am not going to watch any other time of the year other than summer. Yeah, yeah. 
I like a lot of uh, like to me, uh, part of summer's in the water. So there's a lot of uh, swimming and um, like like I, I usually watch all four Jaws movies around the. Usually I watch it around the fourth to be honest because the first one, but mm-hmm. um, and tons of shark movies at this point now because of uh, sci-fi alone. Uh, usually uh, Sharknado, I think they, they put those on in July. So yep. I usually watch the new ones. I love. They're so bad, and I <laughs> I love how bad they are. Um. But then also like per, the Piranha franchise, uh, Leviathan, The Abyss, Deep Blue Sea, um, Deep Star Six. Um, usually just anytime they're on water. So yeah, so the original Piranha is really really good. You know Joe Dante, but the Piranha remake is so fun. To watch I love the remake. Summertime, and I think it's a spring break film, but it's like so much fun. And Screen Factory's doing the original sequel. They're putting that out here soon. That movie's really? so bad, it's good. Mm-hmm. I've never seen James it. Cameron, his I've, first movie. Really? Was Dante attached to it at all? Uh, I don't know if he was a part of that or not. Probably not. No, I don't think so. Interesting. Yeah, I've never seen the original Piranha 2. I didn't care much for Piranha Double D. That one. I, I was so let down, because Piranha was fun. It was so good. And, then, and Double 3D. D looked fun, but it, it was just... They I'd say it kind of lived up to the name. They uh they are making a new one, so I am interested to to see that one. Um, I don't know. Then like there's of course like I already mentioned Jaws, but there's like some holiday films, so like Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome to Earth. I feel like there's bitch. some new ones this summer because I still get to watch Independence Day too, and then uh, like Deep Blue Sea two just came out recently, which it doesn't look good, but it's something new to watch, I guess. Did anyone? Did anyone watch the Independence Day sequel? I heard it was awful. I haven't watched I it. I haven't. No. Haven't you seen my movies? Uh, <laughs> another one that I like to tap into uh, for the Sticky South is the Hatchet films. Mm-hmm. I think that those fit well, it's especially when you're in the mood to just roll through uh, kind of the carefree slasher. Um, I think those are a lot of fun to revisit. Um, another area which we will start to cover soon. Uh, spoiler alert, we'll be delving into true crime here shortly for you on an episode. Uh, but some of these topics, I think, apply very well to summer. Um, Zodiac, with the opening especially, um, set on the 4th of July, fits well. Uh, but also, um, Summer of Sam oh, yeah. is great for that. Um, we get into the unbelievably hot summer in New York with all the other events that um, transpired. And I'm, I'm confident we'll cover that at some point the for the, the show. Sundown. I have, yeah, I had that one jotted down and Helder Skelter. Those are the four that I wrote down in terms of true crime that kind of fit well in summer, man, that summer of Sam though, like all the things that ties together, the exceptional heat, the son of Sam killer, the blackouts, the blackouts, blackouts fires, the fires, the Yankees, Yankees yep. the trash strikes. Yep. I mean, disco and punk, punk exploding at that time, man. It's just, oh, it just ties it all together. Hated that movie the first time I saw it because all I wanted was Son of Sam. Yeah. And then somewhere along the way, as I got older, I went, oh, oh, it's called Summer of Sam. This isn't just about Son of Sam. It's yeah. about the world there. Yeah. And uh, since then, I've I've come to really enjoy that one. It's a good. One. I just revisited uh, a movie that I used to watch as a kid called Summer Camp Nightmare. And um, 
I guess I didn't realize uh, Penelope Spheres uh, co-wrote the film from Wayne's World. Um, it's got a couple like horror movie stars in it, but man, uh, definitely not what I remember as a as a kid. I always thought it was a strong horror movie, where uh, it's kind of bad, but uh, it it still has like a lot of the summer vibes where the bunch of kids take over a summer camp from like the adults and. Um, and then another one that has kind of been sitting on my shelf. I've never watched Blood Beach. Oh, but that it's always cool. it's always on my list to watch. Blood Beach is cool. Never seen it. Blood Beach, Blood Beach will also never get a true release because they've lost the elements on it. So pretty much, if you see a bootleg at a convention, just buy it. That's pretty much the best you're ever gonna get. It's a fun little movie though. It's got a good cast with Burt Young and John Saxon. And yeah, that's a good one for summer. I feel like we have to bring these up. These are two of my favorites to watch. I, I love to watch The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes. And I love to watch Revenge of the Creature. Uh, I don't care for the third movie. Oh, you don't the like your creature walks, in a blazer? No. Creature Walks Among Us. That is I, a garbage I movie. like to pretend never happened. Uh, but Creature, for obvious reasons, you're in, you're in the Amazon. Timeless. It's tropical. It's hot. And then the sequel where they capture the Gill Man. And they have him basically at like a sea world at a at a, mm-hmm. at a, a theme park, a aquatic zoo. Uh, those two movies are an annual watch for me during the summertime. I think one that I kind of forgotten about is uh, and and sci-fi loves to revisit both movies, but Anaconda and Lake Placid. Lake Placid, especially. Yeah. So yeah, I love Lake Placid. That's definitely on the list. Um, Went on a date. On that to that movie, yeah. Girl laughed through the movie, it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> well, come on, Betty White's bits are pretty funny. Well, that was, yeah, that well, was good. On the other movie, I don't know if you use a tidbit, uh, my anaconda don't want that. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> this has been the Midwest Monsters Podcast. Um, I I remember seeing Anaconda as Anaconda, Anaconda. <laughs> Anaconda, Anaconda malt liquor. Do you not want none? What's going on here? Uh, I remember seeing Anaconda as a teenager, and back then I didn't think it was bad. I wouldn't mind revisiting it because I like snakes, and I bet a giant snake film would probably be okay. Is an Ice Cube in it? Ice Cube, Jennifer Lopez, John Voight. I'd give it another shot. Was Owen, was Owen Wilson in that movie? Uh, I'm looking at it like the person that hates snakes. Have wow. you ever watched Anaconda? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not a fan a of the snakes. I know what I'm picking next. <laughs> yeah, that one won't scare me. That's all right. I'd give it another shot. I won't be trusting nothing that climbs trees without limbs. Has anyone seen The Shallows? Oh, yeah, that's sorcery. The Shallows is really great. <laughs> I heard The Shallows is great, but I haven't seen I had it. heard that was good. That's that's a good one. Um, I think one, and I've seen they're talking about remaking it, which I guess I'd be okay with, that I used to watch every summer is Arachnophobia. Yes. Uh, great summer movie. I don't know if it's because it came out in the summer. Great cast. Yeah, Great John cast. Goodman and... Uh... Oh, God, I just won't blame. Julian Zanz, he's in it. I was trying to think of uh, Dumb and Dumber. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Yep. I'm sad that I can't. I have to refer to Dumb and Dumber to... <laughs> Sing the birthday song. <laughs> I just had a stroke. Um, another one, uh, Cape Fear. Uh, between it's kind of southern setting and getting down on the water, especially at the the ending of the movie, but also the Fourth of July parade and the great scenes with De Niro out there, and even uh, the original as well. I think both apply themselves. I've I've never seen the original. It's cool. 
it's interesting too because Scorsese flipped the roles to have him defending in the remake. So you had Mitchum and uh, Peck reversed from the killer. So Mitchum represented Nolte in the in the remake. So he had the the fun little play with that there. Um, a couple of the really maybe people wouldn't think of directly as summer, but that I do. Uh, kind of outside the box, matinee. Um, I love the That's idea of, you know, to me, matinee is summer. And not just the movie, but the idea of, of just going to see those daytime movies. I think that that lends itself well. Um, as well as more of an end of summer movie, I tend to watch this one in late August just because it always kind of leaves me in the mood for it to stand by me. Um, oh, yeah, stand by me. Is definitely the, yeah, the, the kids before uh, they head back to school for the year. Uh, Do you, would right would you classify that as a horror adjacent? That is a horror adjacent yeah. film. Um, other than the usual uh, mandatory uh, dead child in the story <laughs> yeah. for Stephen King, which yeah. you always have to have, uh, there's really not any horror elements to mm-hmm. it other than just the horrors of growing up. Um, but I think that that one uh, fits well into later summer. I, I always find myself in the mood for that. I think if we're on into summer for a minute, the, there's a couple that also kind of into summer slash fall for me is Jeepers Creepers and Children of the Corn, um, where they both kind of fit into fall. Uh, Pumpkinhead is another one that I kind of like to watch for Halloween. I even think more so of Children of the Corn because there's still a feeling of heat. To yeah, that. yeah, it feels it feels more summer than mm-hmm. than fall. Um, Pumpkinhead I relate to Halloween because of the topic, but it kind of has like that. It has both. Kind of like that. Because you get about the dirt biking. It kind of feels like summer at the beginning. Right. But by the end, the mood and the atmosphere is just utterly fall the colors, out of the woods. Yeah. But yeah, I can totally see that, especially the first half. And then we've kind of walked over. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Which. See, I wasn't sure if that was a summer movie. It's got summer in the title. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. Um, it also takes place on 4th of July weekend. Um, so. I think all three movies, if I remember right, all three movies are are Fourth of July. Um, actually, of the series, I know three is straight to video, and I haven't seen it in a long time. But I hate two, but I like one and three. Okay. Um, and I thought the first one was good. I sometimes relate. I know to fall a little bit because of how they. It was it was a definitely a movie that came out because of Scream. So it it is a summer movie, but still has that fall Halloween feel. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I like to. It's not a great movie by any stretch, but I I'm not going to watch, and I don't watch it every year. But I'm not going to watch Swamp Thing any other time of the year than summer. I can dig it. That's I, I like watching Swamp Thing with swamp ass. <laughs> uh, it just kind of draws you into you. You feel what it's like to be the Swamp Thing. Well, done mowing the lawn. Take a watch Swamp Thing. <laughs> another one that I have. And covered in grass. <laughs> another one that I have that I'm certainly not watching any other time of the year is Near Dark. Ooh, yeah. Rug. Just kidding. Good call. <laughs> uh, a new one that I just. That's definitely got that. I actually great watched setting. it a few months ago, so it'd probably be a fun one to pull out in summer. Is Eaten Alive? I had never yeah. seen before. Loosely Toby based Hooper. on a true story. Not the one with the cannibals, but yeah. although a lot of cannibal movies probably fit. Have right you watched in as that, well. Grizz? No, I think you dig it. Eating alive. Yep, that's guys. Yeah, feeding, that's a, guys feeding people to his that's gator your speed. out back of oh, his house. Fun, fun. And that's loosely based on a true story. Toby oh. Hooper took a story from down there in Texas. Wow. The guy that was doing Toby. that. 
Tobe. Tobe. Um, we want to talk about hot, and nasty, and down south. Uh, eating skeleton. out. Yeah. <laughs> skeleton key. Ah, yes. Oh, that's a that voodoo that you do, man. Uh, we've got to cover that in some episode because I think it's a great. Film. I love Skeleton Key. I, I avoided too. the. Mm-hmm. I don't even the sequels. I don't even think they're legit. Like it's no. I did not know there were sequels. There's until like two right and now. three, but it's like uh, I don't even. I feel like it's like a creep show three where like some company just somehow yeah. got the name and I'm kind of scared to watch him. To in be fairness, honest. that key will work on anything. <laughs> uh, but but speaking of that, like uh, I think Serpent in the Rainbow. Yep. Speaking mm-hmm. of Skeleton Key, good little voodoo movie. Voodoo's always hot. Uh, Get Out could be a good one to watch in summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could agree with that. Uh, a couple of desert ones. Um, one I like to rewatch often. One. The other one, not so much. Wolf Creek. Uh, that I've great. Never, I've never seen them. I was just thinking about that. Wolf Creek has got some sinister moments. Um, How's is like the sequels? I know there's two movies now and a yeah. TV show. That I think all... I heard the first sequel is not bad either. Yeah, there's only one sequel, right? I think I so. But one yeah, I know that the one series. right after it, people loved the sequel. But yeah, I if I remember correctly, that's loosely based on a a real character in the Outback. Yeah, that did that. Um, that's got some pretty creepy moments. It's not one I like to pop on regularly. Yeah, uh, one I like to do or I like to watch regularly is From Dust Till Dawn. Um, that's Ooh, just got so much heat. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a long from time. From start to finish, that's a good one. It's fun. It's just it's got so much going on with it. That that to me is a great summer horror. Has Has anyone ever watched? Uh, I'm, I don't know why I thought of Uncle Sam from what you were just talking about, but. No, I always think about that around it's the kind 4th of, a of cheesy July. cheesy movie, but I'm like, but it, I've never it is seen what it. it is. It was kind of fun. I haven't watched it in a long time. I don't care how cheesy it is. If I watch Jack Frost, <laughs> during yeah, the winter, say, I will watch I feel like they're the, they're the same, the finest they're moments. same producers, but same studio that put them out. One of the finest moments in cinema is watching Chan and Elizabeth get taken down by the snowman <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> um, an, another uh, movie I, I, I kind of want to watch this summer, because I, I, I don't know why I've never watched them. Is the Boggy Creek movies? I Ooh. would like to see that. The Legend of Boggy Creek. You've never seen The Legend of Boggy Creek, man. I, I have a lot of. I know a lot of people. Movie. You're not missing that. That's Charles Pierce that did yeah. Down the Dreaded Sundown. Yep. Yeah. Now, so no, I remember, you don't I like it. More people talking about Boggy Creek right. because to me, a lot of my friends that are older, that was the movie that always scared the shit well, out of them. Well, see, now Grizzly will disagree with you. You just, and he's a Bigfoot guy. You just heard him say you ain't missing nothing. Now, here's the, as opposed to what here, good Bigfoot no, movies. Here's the, here's uh, the question. The this is coming from a guy who has Bigfoot tattooed on his stuff. Here's the question, though. This is what's going to separate his opinion from my opinion. How old were you when you saw it for the first time? Oh, I was like, so part of that is a setup. That I was a kid. I thought it was a movie that I saw as a kid, and then I bought it when I was living with professors. So I was like 21. And I watched it, and I was like, A, this is not the movie I saw as a kid. B, that will make the entire yeah. difference. Have That's you watched weird. it again since then? No. Maybe we would enjoy it more. I should. have watched a lot of really because, shitty movies since then. <laughs> yeah, I should rewatch it, because I love Town of the Dreaded Sundown. I, I'd I like to check it out. Movie. It's Boggy Creek, number one, to me, it's the definitive Bigfoot movie. Has anybody watched Abominable? I'm dying I to watch that. I think I may have seen that. MVD put it out. Remember. It's got Lance Henriksen and Jeffrey Combs, so and it's about Bigfoot. I've got a Lance Henriksen. It's about to be in a new uh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot movie. movie. That's probably it. 
It's called Sasquatch or something now. Maybe they gave it a different. He, uh, but Boggy Creek is presented as a documentary. Mm. Yeah, kind of uh, like Town of Dread. Sunday. Yeah, and it's because he liked to take the lore around from where he was. And from. it's uh, reenacted scenes a lot of times by the people who had the accounts to begin with. Oh, cool. Um, For the record, Grizz has stepped out of the room, so we can talk about how great this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I was presented with this as a kid by my dad. Uh, this is a side. Let's. I'm going to take a quick jaunt to the side here for an interesting story. My dad was 17 years old, 16 or 17. He was part, went to a campus life. He went to a campus life camp in Florida. Dad's from Indiana, like myself. Uh, they stopped to go to a theater. And at that time, things would travel across the country at different times. So movies would start in other areas before they got to others. So there was a, they stopped. They were early to get into the camp. So they went in to go. There was two movies playing at this movie theater. Everybody went to go see The Godfather. Dad had already seen it. So he and like three other people went and saw this other movie called The Legend of Boggy Creek. That's cool. So they went to this camp in Florida and they decided that they were going to work the other campers into thinking that there was a creature out in the campgrounds. <laughs> so they took Spanish moss off of trees and draped it over a friend of theirs who was over six feet tall. And they would wait until it was they, shot by locals. And they would they would wait until they knew people were going to be walking in the trail. And they would have him from a distance walk across the pathway in front of their line of sight. And then uh, they would also go out at night with a bullhorn and do roars and stuff out in the woods and get the other campers worked out. But the guy who was doing the roars came running back one night and uh, said he wasn't doing any work because he was scared to death that. A bull alligator was going to hear it. I think it was a mating call. Or something. <laughs> oh man! So there was like a year or two of these campers from Campus Life in Florida in the seventies who probably have told accounts to their friends and kids about seeing this Bigfoot type creature. And if you're listening, anybody, it was bullshit. Y'all got worked. <laughs> so yeah, there's a little side story for the Legend of Boggy Creek for you. Well, like that's it. fun because it, it kind of leads into a segue too. We could talk about some Bigfoot movies that maybe we should do. And episode. I think Bigfoot movies apply for the most part. Did anybody summer. ever watch Bigfoot with uh, the girl from Full House in it? Oh yeah, where she was. A, it was Candace Cameron. I loved that movie Disney, when I was a kid. It was a Disney movie. Yeah, there, yeah. Were two, there were two Sasquatches that these yep. kids were lost. Oh yeah. That movie I, I most certainly remember. ruled. I'm glad you remember <laughs> it. Not many people do. Yeah, that was my favorite. I bet we would be embarrassed as hell if we watched it now. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I remember watching that and Harry and the Hendersons oh, not too far oh, yeah. apart and just being like, I think I like Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Like be- between those two. Harry and the Hendersons is a masterpiece. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I love that movie. Masterpiece. Oh, my God. Uh, we should write DVD cases, boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one Bigfoot movie that we we liked uh, that we just watched within the last few years? Oh, exists God. exists. Yeah, that one was good. We watched another one. It was Doo Doo right around the same the time. The camping one, but exists uh, was Bobcat Goldthwait directed the, oh, the camping yeah. one. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Exists was really good, and the camping one was good. It's like until Willow, the end. yeah, Willow, Willow Creek. Creek. Yes, yeah. Willow Creek, and it's good until the end, and it's really weird. Does yeah. he? Is it got his voice? Like a jump sound. Like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 it's 
I'm a Bigfoot. <laughs> I wish. Uh, fans, if you ever want a good laugh, listen to uh, get on YouTube and listen to Bobcat Goldplate at the Gathering of Jungle. Yeah, he's recounting his story. So much fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Bigfoot movies definitely summer. Um, Trauma did a Bigfoot movie. It may have just been called Bigfoot. It it weren't good. <laughs> it weren't good. So huh, for it. Trauma, yeah. Yeah, for a trauma movie, it wasn't terrible, but it weren't good. I don't, uh, I don't think the whole movie fits in, but uh, Creep Show Two, like with the raft. Yeah, I got oh, that yeah. red road down. Yeah, oh, yeah, one of the greatest summer things ever of all time. Um, which again kind of fits in with the, the water and swimming. Um, there's a couple, and it's been a long time since I've seen them, but I used to watch The Willies. And Grim Prairie Tales. I don't know if anybody had seen those. I've seen the Willies. Both were early '90s. I think uh, the Willies is um, uh, is it Sean Austin. Sean Astin's in that. Yep. I don't it's the weirdest anthology movie ever because they do like what you would think of as an anthology film, and then it just turns into one ass, long ass story. Huh. Like it's bizarre because they got the couple and they tell the stories, and then the one just is the rest of the movie. It's weird. But it still has some good elements to it. Based on Todd recommending a movie called Willie's, I had a different impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's not free Willie. <laughs> I can't handle that that people send me their beeholes in Stargate. Uh, Listeners, reach out to us. We'll explain <laughs> the 13 uh, levels to that story we bypassed. <laughs> uh, Vinny... Uh, you've gone on about a movie called Orca. Would you call it yes. a summer movie? Oh, I love Orca. Orca. Ah, man, I don't know that I would consider Orca. A water. Movie. You shut your mouth. I mean, it's water. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I consider it a summer. <laughs> Umbrella put out a Blu-ray of that. But I do like that movie a lot. Yeah. Can, can I say my favorite part is when they like, the 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 little baby comes out the, the her coot coot and they just spray it off the boat. <laughs> There's our mandatory coot coot. For, for those of y'all playing Midwest Monsters Bingo. Uh, cover your coot coot square. <laughs> hey, that's the first one in this episode. <laughs> oh, this evening, yeah. so to say. Oh, man. <laughs> you burn in hell. Oh, man. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm starting to come up a little dry here. Um, Witness? <laughs> oh, boy. Is that, that a harvest? Is that There's a fourth. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Ooh. We just all got to laugh at what we're doing. Just like laughing and they just went, witness. <laughs> <laughs> Not on a LeBron James t-shirt. Oh, man. <laughs> what was, um, I, man, I can't think of the name of the, the Perfect Weekend. Anybody ever watched it? Perfect Getaway, maybe? Mm-hmm. They go on a trip and, uh. They meet up with a couple. The couple kind of, kind of, kind of trick them into selling them off to, to like the the locals. <laughs> Good times. Such a killjoy on that one. <laughs> Nobody wants to get sold off. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Uh, a couple of camping ones, uh, also related to camping because camping is very summer. Um, to me, that's camping. Yep, definitely. Uh, and just before dawn. And the final terror, 
I think are both notable slashers set in uh, true camping because we kind of lump this in where we go to campgrounds yeah. where everything's established. And then when you have people actually out in wilderness as a group and uh, just before dawn and the final terror, both uh, nice releases for that screen factory did a final terror release pretty easy to get just before dawn. I think code red put out, but they're both uh, kind of hidden gems yeah. for that area. Uh, we just talked about Madman on another episode. Uh, so Madman is another good uh, campground sort of thing. Um, and I just recently watched uh, The Strangers Pray at Night. Mm, yeah. And they're at a campground trailer. Mm-hmm. Park I really enjoyed that thing. one. It was okay. I thought people. I thought were, it was good. Sequel. I thought people were way too hard on it. Like yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought. Yeah, I, I probably liked I the first one better, on. but it was a good yeah, sequel. Hard on. It was a <laughs> decent popcorn movie. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, a little bit of a summer feel to that one as they're hitting the road. Uh, A couple of early summer, uh, kind of date related ones would be final exam and graduation day. Also more slashers there centered around the end of school, which I think is always kind of a nice setting because everybody's starting to leave the, the campus. Right. Um, those are both fun ones. Uh, Linnea Quigley popping up in graduation day. So, you know, uh, had to mention that. So we know professors going to love that one. Yeah, boy. One <laughs> um, we talked about on the previous episode, I think it was more of a spring break movie, but it's definitely a road trip down to the hot, dirty south, and that's 2001 Mania. Yes, July 4th. It's a good July 4th movie because yeah. that's when it's set around for their oh, dinner. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's a great movie. Sequel, Field of Screams, uh, not as much. You can skip that one. And <laughs> the original 2000 Maniacs you could skip too. Yeah. It's interesting enough. Hot toddy. Field of Screams, though. Um, there, there's a couple like franchise movies that, to me, that maybe the the series doesn't fit in, but I kind of um, color me interested. I I don't know how I feel about the first two, but that Psycho three and four, I definitely feel. Are I think great. all the psychos fit because I know three and four are definitely like the heat plays the into the third it. one, especially especially yeah. the third one. Um, the, I, I don't know, those uh, are great movies to kind of break out in the summer. Good call. Part three, The Last Temptation of the Psycho. Uh, <laughs> sort of artsy and out in the desert, things like that. I don't know that I've ever watched the third one. I've seen the first two, but I don't think I've watched anything past that. Get Correct it. that. Yeah, I, um, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to it. Another another sequel mm-hmm. that, that fits in with the theme, but that the franchise probably doesn't, is Resident Evil 3, which I think is one of the cooler zombie that. movies. The whole movie's in a desert, that. and it's uh, mostly in the daytime. But I kind of thought that was one of the better Resident Evil films. Yeah, I would like to see that one. I never disliked them. I just never it was crazy. And then um, yeah. it's another one that I could put in for Halloween as easily for summer. But to me, the Evil Dead films. Because it's kind of like going on a trip with friends and into the cabin in the I woods. Think, I, yeah, I think those border. I think you can watch those in the summer, and I think you can easily watch those in fall. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, Absolutely. And that's Army of Darkness even more so for summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other thoughts? Any other films that come to mind for summer? It's so funny because, like, it's such a wide-reaching opportunity here. But, uh, you know, the first time we came up a little short time-wise, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, <laughs> we usually try to hit the hour mark. We're at 45 minutes. That's not bad. Uh, you know, most people have probably gotten to where they're driving at this point, but, uh, you know, for such a wide reach of a, an idea of concept, summer, water, camping, 
desert, you know, all these things. Um, I feel like we probably exhausted it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not going into these movies too much. So right. it's going to be a right. little bit quicker show. Maybe Zombie Lake. Yeah. <laughs> Give that one a, a couple shot. others. Zombievers. Yeah, uh, Zombievers is a blast. Cabin of the Woods. Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever. Yeah. Cabin Fever 2. Skip Cabin Fever 2. Because they're not even in a cabin. They're at a school dance. (laughs) And it's gross. So gross. I know a lot of people... uh, I probably need to revisit the movie because I I watched it once, hated it. It's Club Dread. I love Club Dread. I don't know if it's just because I love Super Troopers so much that I just didn't get into it. I like the first two hours. (laughs) I'd say then after that, I check out. But a lot of people love it. it's a little long for a comedy. No, I... It's it's still a good time. Yeah. Um, I love everything Broken Lizard has done. Um, Beer Fest, Club Dread, Super Troopers, Slam and Salmon. I haven't seen Super Troopers 2 yet. Um, but I'll tell you, this is what's funny. Uh, our air conditioner broke a few weeks ago. That is not funny. It was not funny. It was that week where things were in the 90s. And so, like when I was a kid, and I'm sure most of you and you as kids too, when your furnace broke... In the winter time, you would all be sleeping in the living room around a kerosene <laughs> mm-hmm. heater, hoping it didn't set your mattress on fire. Carrie <laughs> uh, and I had a, a portable air conditioner that we borrowed from somebody, which is one that doesn't sit in your window. It's just like this giant unit that sits in the middle of your room, and you have a hose that hooks up to the window. So we were holed up in the bedroom, dying of heat with this air conditioner doing the best it can to keep us at like 74 degrees. It was like kind of weeping while it worked. Yeah. And we're like, huh, let's watch Club Dread. It's hot (laughs) and sweaty. (laughs) They're on an island. Let's go for it. Uh, If you're going to go the comedy route, I think you can go, and this is only because I have kids, a kid in the house. Sure. Scooby-Doo 2 is one that is most definitely has that island Set on an island. Yeah, I thought that part one was too. They it, go to that like horror theme park. Oh, maybe I am thing. thinking of one. Yeah. I don't know. Grizz calling you out. I don't even know. Yeah, he knows I, Scooby-Doo. He ain't got no kids, boy. What's going on here? Him, him checking me on Scooby-Doo. My wife is a huge, huge <laughs> Scooby-Doo fan, and she just everybody says they're terrific. Well, one of them shits takes place. <laughs> Does, a damn Does anybody have specific traditions with summer horror of any kind? If so, share. So, really, um, Jaws is about the only hard and fast one that I stick any to. Any particular time? Just sometime during the summer? Sometime during the summer. Um, sleepaway camp and all the Friday the 13th are a little ambidextrous for me. I could watch it in the summer or at Halloween time. So those both fall in. But we did watch Sleepaway Camp this year at the beginning of the summer. So it's cool. Sometimes we watch it twice a year because <laughs> we're just full retard for Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> Mongoloid. For, full Mongoloid. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's just a smattering of some other ones. But, yeah, typically Jaws is one of the only firm go-tos. Like I said, we just watched Club Dread the other night. So, like, if we're not watching something new, we'll go, what's a summary that we should watch? Cool. Todd? Hot toddy? Actually, I have a few that... Um, like, what's a shoe in pretty well, much have, every I have, summer? Well, I have some summer staples that that are, are non-horror as well. So, to me, usually that kind of kicks them off. But um, usually after I pop in, like, summer school and, like, Beverly Hills Cop, 
And then uh, there's a few action movies I like to watch over the summer. But um, for me, must every summer is at least at least one or two Friday the 13th. Um, I think I don't watch them as much as when I was a kid, just because usually if it's a Friday the 13th, I try to rush a marathon of them. Sleepaway Camp, I like to try to watch if I if I can within the summer. Jaws is a must every year. Um, and I usually watch all four Jaws movies after I watch the first one. Um, maybe not in the same day anymore, but... Um, I don't know. Those are probably my main, my main staples. Um, cool. And I was gonna say, other than that, usually just uh, just a couple new ones. I like I like to watch a couple new ones I've never seen, like sprinkled in. But uh, Winston, do you have any uh, guaranteed traditions uh, each yeah, year? Yeah, the the first two uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon movies are an absolute must for me every year. I have to do it every year. Uh, Texas fair Chain- warning, fair warning to listeners: if blaring horns bother you, just prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah. They are a fan of that. I, uh, I love the creature movies. So. Texas Chainsaw <laughs> One and Two are ones that I will watch in the summer every year. Not a fan of four. Uh, no. Three. <laughs> Not a fan of three either. I like three. Um, Don't love it though. But yeah, th- those those are absolutes annually for me. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the ones we've mentioned for me, um, since no one asked, um, I'm just kidding, um, is... Uh, professor? Yes. Thank you. Is there um, anyone in the room that you would like to tell about so, what you enjoy? So, I'm just kidding. Um, I, a lot of these kind of not aren't necessarily every year. There's one thing I do every single year, traditionally, and that is for the 4th of July, I will go to Red Lobster and get... An obscene amount of seafood. I'm talking like I don't care, thirty, forty, fifty dollars, because I don't go do this any other time. Yeah, I will bring home knowing that there is more than twice as much food that I can possibly eat, <laughs> and I will have a huge spread, and I will watch Jaws, and I it's it's wonderful. And I'll usually pop on a couple sequels at least, if not all of them, and then I go right into Return of the Living Dead, and that's become just kind of a tradition. I've done it like probably the last three years. It's wonderful. Um, so, yeah, that's that's only my true. And a lot of um, some of these movies I watch more summers than not, um, especially uh, with the crime. Summer of Sam, I, I typically put on. One I didn't mention, but that fits well, is The Mean Season, a serial killer movie with Kurt Russell set down in Miami. And that's a great summer movie as well, kind of horror adjacent, but um, one that really never got much attention, but it's excellent. It's got a great cast. Good movie, um, but you know, in terms of tradition, that's the main one. So, right on. I think uh, one, that, and it's because it's not, it's not really, it's not really horror, but I think Jurassic Parks are, are a good one. That's a good summer that I like to pop in the summer, and if it it's in with the, uh, it just feels like going to the movies for it in the summer. Yeah. Not to mention, it's the island. It's tropical. And let's, let's be, I know we keep dropping this term, but. Jurassic Park is horror adjacent. Yeah. I oh, mean, for sure. Dude, it's, it's a T-Rex trying a, to eat your yeah, ass. I mean, That's scary. Here's the Velociraptor, son. If yeah. Jurassic Park's not horror, then neither is Jaws. Fair. Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Who all here watches t- TCM on the 18th of August every year? Is that a tradition for anybody? It hasn't been a tradition but I think I've done it. If I think about years. it, I do it 
if it like if, you don't wait for that, but if, if, if it's I an excuse, it's a nice yet, one. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's the day. Yeah, I will. Cool. But otherwise, it's not that important to yeah. me. To watch I think it's a fun day. reason to put it on, yeah, but not force it. Well, and one last, you know, if we're talking about important dates in the summer and traditions, I usually watch Con Air every July 14th. That's not nothing to do with horror, right? <laughs> like, horror Why couldn't you just put the bunny in the box? My daddy comes home on July 14th. Listen, Steve Buscemi's character in that um, is a cannibal. There's no way we're bouncing back from this. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go fuck it up with Nicholas Cage. All right. Well, love you guys. You know, I had this whole playlist planned for what you like to play on Monday mornings. You just had to go and... Fuck it all up, man. <laughs> all right. Any final thoughts on summer horror? Negatory. All right. Uh, one last thought. Silver Bullet. Part of it takes place. Fourth of July. Cycle of the Werewolf. Fireworks. You know how we do. So let me get this straight. <laughs> Finish it. No, it's okay. <laughs> all right. So. Kills your best friend. I, w- I would say this is uh, probably a good episode that, that there's probably movies we left off. I know like Humanoids oh, yeah. from the Deep is one, but mm-hmm. I've never seen it. So uh, if people's listening, maybe they have some favorites. Or, uh, or I'm always up. For me, summer, I have more time to watch things. So uh, definitely recommendations are good. So something maybe I haven't seen. You know, somebody mentioned Tremors. Tremors 2 is also a wonderful, wonderful one set out in the desert. Can't speak so much to three and four as uh, they're not the greatest films, but two definitely as well. All right. The working titles were I don't care, do you? <laughs> you ought not be so hard on the Tremors movies. Oh, they're all right. All right, so wrapping up the Summer Podcast Massacre Part 2. Did I get that right, Todd? That is, that is correct. Dear. That is the working title part. Yeah. I am one of your hosts, Grizzly Adner, and I'm joined by... Professor, that's Camp and Wagstaff. Venomous Vinny. Hot toddy. Thanks for joining us, folks. Stay hot, stay cool, stay scary. Thank you.